You are listening to the Red Roots Podcast. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> what happened to my throat all of a sudden? I was just talking normal and it just went out. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. Good talk. <laughs> no, so our dog's in heat. And uh it's crazy it in the house. Long story <laughs> short, yeah, our dog's in heat. Um and like it was four something in the morning and like I heard something. Like a banging or something and I you know, you know you wake up and then like before you kind of listen but you fall back to sleep before you can even realize. I don't know if anyone else does that, but I do. Anyways, I heard it again at five. And I was like, so I got up and I, you know, walked out into the hallway and I'm like looking around and I'm like, what's, what's going on? Trying to figure out where it's coming from. And then I hear it again, like, and somebody's trying to open the front door. And so I ran over and popped the front door open. And I didn't grab a weapon. I have fist. So I, I heard you try to call Sasha. So our other, our dog. No, so I didn't. I thought you said, I thought you called her so she could go outside with you. No, I oh. opened the door because somebody's trying to open the door. And we have like it's have a screen door and then we have a regular door. I mean, you know how this Simon, and um, so I hear do 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 and like they're trying to open it constantly. I'm like, what idiot? It's locked. And so I, I, I swing the door open fast. Cause I'm ticked at first and foremost. My family is sleeping, and my family's in this house. Secondly, it's five in the morning, Jack. <laughs> I want to sleep for another hour and a half, two hours. And uh, so I open the door and it's a dog. He's trying to open the door so he can breed with Sasha, and I'm like. Oh no, no no! I, if I get through my kid's life, my two daughters' life without punching some teenage boy in the face, it's gonna be an absolute miracle, absolute miracle. Like so. Anyways, good morning. That was my good morning. morning. Everybody else doing well? Yes, thank yes. you. Yeah, for good. Yeah. I feel like we're unpre- un what is it unprepared for today? It's because we talked so much this morning. Yeah, we got all the good conversations out. Like, you guys should have been there. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good conversation. It was, yeah, it was good. So we have a lot of developments this week in ministry. A lot of things have had. It's been an eventful week. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start then. Yeah. You how was your week, Ramon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell I mean, us me, about oh, it. Oh, I wasn't even, I didn't even think that anyone was going to ask me, so I didn't plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was good. Uh, no, this week has been really good, man. Um, and I've talked about it before, so I'm not going to go on and on. But I ha- So I have this book, a notebook that I started writing it. I don't even know where it is now, but it's somewhere like behind something or under something, whatever. But in like 2011 or 2012, I started writing different ideas down of uh, stuff that I would just like to do in ministry. And it, you know, there's some absurd things in there, I will admit. Um, But overall, like there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff and I've tried to do it at different times, but it just wasn't the right time. It didn't happen. wasn't the right moment. And now it's everything is starting to come together, and it's amazing. It's you know, it's, it really God's timing over my timing. Let's just call it what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's amazing now to see everything starting to come together. So this week, uh, one thing that we've we got I don't know we haven't accomplished it yet, I guess. But uh, we so we've always had a, an uh, an idea or dream, whatever you want to call it, to get into like some of the local schools. The school systems aren't the best. Um, so we wanted to get in, and, and whether it's evangelize or whether it's at least make a connection through some type of, you know, because some of them are Catholic schools and some of them don't allow you to, you know, you can't 
uh, what is it called, proselytize or whatever it's called. <laughs> like, uh, so you have to, you know, give a positive message or what, you know, that type of thing and kind of build a bridge to. So this week we got, um, we've been putting together a program and um, we got, we went to some different schools, as you guys know. And um, we went to four, one, two, four. four. Mm-hmm. We went to four schools, right? Yeah, we went to four schools. And we got four yeses, so we'll be able to do programming in those schools. So our first step is we just want to do, like, it's like, um, I don't even know how you would explain it, but, like, just the thing about values, core values. What are your core values in life? Really challenging, and it's with the graduating classes, the 12th graders, or I don't know, 12th graders for you guys? Yeah, year 11. Oh, yeah, so year 11. Year 11ers. (laughs) No, so it's like uh, for people that are in, in the last year of school, and just a challenge. A lot of people here don't have dreams in the sense of, of what they're going to do next year. They don't have a, a career path and whatever. And so um, we're going to do a session on value. It's a two, two-part two session, essentially, an hour apiece. Um, you're going to go to at least one of them, right? Yep. With, with helping Rudy. And so Rudy's actually heading that program up. And um, my wife told me I need to talk about Rudy today. He works hard. Yeah, Rudy works hard. can't talk about his... His work. He said he's he's always sitting right here, but <laughs> because he doesn't speak English, like he, he says, "What's up, man? Yeah. How are you, people?" <laughs> <laughs> he said, "My English." <laughs> yeah. So, no, but uh, Rudy's actually been working with us for uh, some years, even before he technically worked with us. We've always, we've worked together for a long time, for seven years. We've worked together. We worked together in our youth group back in Cochabamba way back in the day. We first got to Bolivia, and we were running the homeless youth group ministry. And stuff. Homeless ministry, mm-hmm. um, and so on and so forth. Anyways, he works for us in an official capacity now, meaning he gets paid. And um, so, so we the reason we want to pay him is so that he can focus full time on the ministry and not have to wor- you know worry about like so he can focus full time and just developing his gifts and, and doing what he does or whatever. So he's been doing that. He also started a um, uh, essentially a YouTube channel, and it's just it's basically along the same lines as the school stuff. Is it's like, it's positive stuff, right? And I know like some people are thinking like, well, they don't talk about Jesus, but there's a plan because a lot of these places don't let you come in if you're talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we go to the schools, we can refer them to the YouTube channel and they don't feel like we're going to come in and preach down their throats. So they say yes and they let us in and we can but, build relationships. Which I mean, the content he has is very Bible based. Yeah, so uh, that, it totally everything is. Everything. It totally is. is. But I mean, he's not preaching like, Jesus you need Christ. to repent. Jesus Christ. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a... <laughs> Yeah. Have you seen that guy? He has, a, he has a Jesus tattooed on his face, and he's always like, Jesus Christ. No. I'll show him to you later. And Anyways, it's a big like thing. And anyways, uh, <laughs> Melinda's crazy. But anyway, so we're starting that uh, next, this week, Friday, we start that. But also along with that, one thing we've started the church is um, just talking about how can we better serve our community. And I read something somewhere, and it was saying, like, obviously, identify the needs in your community. I think we've all done that, and we all can do that. But also identify at least two areas where people are doing good in your community. And it really challenged me to think, or people that are already, func- already functioning. Because I'm going to be honest, there's not a lot of great things going on in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, the hospital, where we are, that's a great thing mm-hmm. that's going on. So that's one. And then the other one was, it's like, okay, well, let's just find someone to celebrate. And so it was at the school. There's a local school. Um, and it's not, it's not a great school. But we went and we talked. That's one of the principles that we, principles that we talked to, principal, right? Yeah. That we talked to. There's a big vulture flew out the window. Did you see that? Anyways, uh, sorry. 
is that we talked to one of the principals and uh, we're going to go and like on behalf of the church, take them a cake and a soda to the teachers and just say, hey, you know, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for serving our community. We love our community. It's important to us. The kids here are important. Thank you for pouring into our kids. Thank you for, you know, you, we know you're underappreciated, underpaid, overworked. You know, we get it. Maybe we don't get it, but we understand, you know, and so we just want to support you and just tell you that we, we see you. We care about you. We, you know, we, we appreciate your help. We're in this together, so on and so forth. So that's just something small I think we can do as a church, but we're mm-hmm. going to do that alongside with the other programs. So mm-hmm. that's one thing that we've started um, this week. That's a big portion of my week is having meetings and stuff with that and kind of planning with him and getting that going and running and stuff. And it's great to have Simon. He can go along with one because he goes along. That means I don't have to go. <laughs> I don't have yeah. to go along. And so I can do other stuff. And so I mean, it's great. I, we can see the ministry expanding and stuff in that sense. So. I don't know, in a nutshell, that's been my week, that, and, you know, preaching and studying. and how, So yesterday at church I had, and I won't go into details because it's personal stuff, but we had um, really good, um, I just had some really good I don't know what call it, conversations, mm-hmm. like after, with, with two individuals specifically, just essentially about going deeper in our relationship between us, and just confession, let's say that, like confessions and asking for help and stuff, which is a huge step, um, specifically in our church, because... That hasn't existed historically, right? Everybody, mm-hmm. like, we worship together, we put the smiles on for Sunday, and then we go and suffer on our own and, and ourselves. And that's something I've been preaching constantly is we don't have to suffer alone. We don't have to suffer alone. We don't, we're not supposed to. We're not created to, you know, so on and so forth. And let us know, let us know we're better together. We can, you know, so on and so forth. And so just had two really good conversations with people after church yesterday about mm-hmm. that. One of the older ladies at our church. There was a lot of uh, experience in our church yesterday. <laughs> it's a, I don't, it was it, nice to it's, see. It's yeah. very weird because we've gotten accused in the, like, the way the, the church is modernizing the church. But all these, like when I say older people, think about older, uh, an older person that you know and then th- think 10 times their age. Like, these, <laughs> these are the people that come to the church and like they're loving it. It's just very, it's very weird. and very, I love it. I love it. Like I love that they, they come they come and they have, I mean, just a, a wealth of life experience mm-hmm. and advice and stuff. And I think for young people in young churches like ours, I think we can definitely use that and, and need that. So it's great to me, but it's also, you know, not expected or whatever. But oh, I'm always excited to see them and go out of my way to make sure that they know I appreciate Absolutely. that they took the effort to come because it is an effort. Like mm. we, we, are, we have service on a second story yeah. in a, a hospital building like the worst enemy steps yeah and and a lot of times you know they have their cane or it takes them a really long time to go upstairs so you're try, trying to race them up before they get <laughs> get to the stairs because then you're stuck behind them for like 20 minutes well you mean you or you, mean you. <laughs> you said you're trying to like it's a general thing like we all do that <laughs> but uh yeah because they like reject my help they'll always take the help of a man but when i try to help them they're like no 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 sweetie i got it i got it they don't want to fall down the steps <laughs> oh, <Hey. that's> <laughs> no the, like somebody's cane fell over during the sermon yesterday which is not been <laughs> like it's, it's, it's I, I really i really do think it's cool like because we yeah. didn't have you know older people and they're like listening and engaged and stuff and it's very very interesting mm-hmm. very interesting anyways tell us about your week simon you had a big week a big week, a good week. Yeah, spent the, I mean, spent the majority of the week uh, prepping Sunday school stuff, you know, getting things up to up to scratch and organised and prepared, ready for this Sunday, uh, the first one. Um, I lost my train of thought. 
Sunday. Was you, Sunday. Your week, big week. Big week, good week. <laughs> you said one thing. How did you lose your train of thought? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know when you spend like the whole week prepping for something? Yeah. Like It's like when you're writing a sermon. You spend the whole week getting ready for it. And then Sunday comes... You do it, everything goes well, and then like for the next 24 hours, you're just a little bit, a little bit mind dead. Like, That's yeah. kind of where I'm at right now. My week kind of goes like that. I spend yeah. all week prepping for my sermon, then I spend all day Saturday changing everything that I prepped <laughs> for, yeah. and then Sunday, and then Monday, yeah, I'm, I'm done Monday. Like, yeah. I didn't preach yesterday, so I'm a little more like connected today, hmm. but yeah, I'm typically intentionally done on hmm. Mondays. Like, I, I want to be not weighed down with like, I don't know. I'm always tempted to start studying again on on Mondays, yeah. but I, I avoid it obviously. Yeah. So, but no, good week. So we, uh, yeah, we ju- we're just making some changes in the children's church. Obviously, um, a lot of things we kept the same, mm-hmm. um, but some things were changing. So we, we we halved the number of leaders that were out with the kids. Uh, with the idea that the leaders can have two Sundays, at least two Sundays a month in church, um, receiving the word, growing spiritually, looking after them as well. Um, so we dropped down to four. We have four leaders um, where we used to have eight. Uh, so that was obviously a challenge um, and making sure that, and because of that, uh, I wanted everything, everything had to be organized. Everyone had to know what they were doing, when they were doing it. Um, so just having really clear structure, really clear goals of, of, of who was doing what, when we're doing it, so that we can manage the number of kids that we have with the number of leaders that we have as well. Um, we introduced a bit more technology into the children's church so just little things videos songs laptops projectors welcome to 1997 yeah, absolutely we <laughs> brought ourselves out of the age of singing without music yeah. uh, or backing of things um and that, that went really well the kids really responded really well to it and all in all it was it was a really good really good session yesterday things things went well um the biggest distraction we had was when a street cat rocked up <laughs> during the games and by but street cat you mean Rudy's cat but I've always hated cats and this, this cat did not likewise. do well to change my mind of that yeah um, and tell who what kids what, whose kids were that were playing with the cats those bad <laughs> kids terrible uh, they're just a couple of girls a couple of young girls that yeah. were really interested some in missionary cat. kids huh? yeah. <laughs> Melinda's kids were they Melinda's daughters they were my yeah, they children might be yeah yes. playing with kids in children's church just the way that God designed it <laughs> but I don't know no really good week and um, still have football ministry obviously that runs alongside everything so yeah a busy week but a good week and um, if everything's heading in the right direction so yeah, so the foot sorry no, I was just going to say, so the football ministry, football, soccer, uh, connects <laughs> to, uh, connects to the, what is it, uh, the, the school, the school ministry, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the idea of me going into this school. Um, the school is literally across the road from the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say about 85% of the kids that have attended the football since I've been there go to that school. Um, a number of the kids from the youth club go to that school. So I probably probably know about 40, 50 kids that attend that school um, and they'll know me and I know them. So I was keen. I've been keen to find a way into that school mm-hmm. anyway because obviously um, the football ministry, we're looking to see how can we do more outside of football? How can we get more involved mm-hmm. in the kids' lives and take more of an interest? Because, you know, when the kids come, they come to football, they don't really like talking about school, obviously, mm-hmm. because they've spent it all morning at school. A lot of them don't really enjoy it. Yeah, um, I can, and they, they've come yeah. to football to relax, to play football, to chat about football, to have a laugh. 
Um, so they don't really like the deep conversations about mm. school and things like that. So I've been looking for ways of, okay, how can we engage with them outside of football so that we can take more of an interest um, in their education and in their future goals and things like that. So um, when I found out that Rudy was planning to go into this school, um, that opened a great opportunity for me to go alongside and work with him. Um, even though he'll be working in different classes mm -hmm. uh, as to these kids, um, just going in there, showing my face week in, week out, or whenever, however often Rudy goes, uh, I can get to know the school a bit better. They can get to know me. And that might open doors for future ministries as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I know um, when you guys mentioned going into the schools in the beginning, I, I thought, oh, yeah, that's really cool. That's really, really necessary. But I didn't quite really know, like, why necessary beyond let's, let's give them Jesus, you know? And then um, when Ramon and Rudy were actually meeting with the principal or trying to meet with the principal, two of the girls that attend the school who are also part of the youth group, um, they cut class that day <laughs> and they came to the house and uh, they're just chatting. And I said, do your parents know that you're not in school today? Oh, yeah. You know, today's the day that they kind of just lock all the students inside of the school and um, while all of the meet teachers have a meeting mm. and so we don't do anything today anyway and i was like wow yeah. <laughs> like no one's supervising yeah. and um, yeah it's diff it is difficult because <laughs> and you, kids will turn up to football training that i know should be at school and <laughs> so you're like you're like oh, why are you guys here do you not have classes and they're like oh yeah we just didn't really feel like going today mm -hmm. um and the school doesn't they don't check up on these kids if these mm -hmm. kids don't turn up they just don't turn and up the parents yeah, for the, the most parents, part don't the really parents care. Parents are fine with it or, yeah. or whatever. And, um, you know, if they know that something's going down at football, that they won't hesitate to skip school yeah. in order to be there. Um, it's, it's a and that, in that same school building, they have... So in most schools here, they'll have... It's a building, you know, obviously it's a public school building. And in the morning, they'll have a school. In the afternoon, there's like a different school that uses the same building. And so we actually went to both of those schools Um the one in the afternoon is like a movie. Yeah. I mean, it It was unbelievable. Like, me and Rudy went in there, and, like, it, there was literally no – No. No, kids – yeah. Every time I go past it – Kids are at the park. Yeah, they're just Like, across the street. Like, nothing – yeah, they're literally doing what they want. Yeah. It was, it was insane. And so yeah. we went, and the principal wasn't there. So we're like, oh, we'll come back. Oh, no need. What do you need? So we told him what we want. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can come. Can you come tomorrow? Like, it's literally <laughs> like that. Like, you don't know who we are. Like, what? And it's great for us. It worked to our benefit, right? But I'm like, man, this yeah. needs to be. So it's, it's a good thing that we're, you know, getting in there. And like yeah. you said, like, even though they're working with this, this senior class or 11th year or, <laughs> yeah. or promo, like you would say here, mm -hmm. whatever, um, like, just be in there. And they'll mm -hmm. see you and they'll come and talk to you and stuff like that. Yeah. It, and then, too, it just opens the door, for, like, like you are saying, for us to be able to do more stuff in the future and stuff there. Because yeah. the, especially the one in the morning. Yeah. Oh, they, they'll let us do. I mean, she said that. She yeah. said you guys can come anytime you want. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's the good one as well because that's the one that the majority of the football kids go to. Yeah, because they play in the they, afternoons. Yeah, we school. do training in the afternoons yeah. to go to school in the mornings. So. Yeah. And I already told a few of them that I'll be popping in over the coming weeks. So they don't believe me. So yeah. <laughs> they don't believe you. <laughs> I know that sometimes uh, as an adult, as adults, we look at at kids and teenagers and we say, oh, what well, do they know about life and real issues? But like we maybe we do realize it but some of them a lot of them are really go have hard lives mm -hmm. have hard lives at home with the responsibilities that they have to to care for their younger siblings a lot of them are drinking and getting drunk at yeah. 13 12 years old uh sexually active at that age um and so reaching them now it's just it's crucial you yeah. know it is crucial yeah absolutely i mean we've got i mean 
pretty, I'd say about 75% of the kids at football have tattoos um, or, and yeah. some force at them and they're all under 15. Um, <laughs> it, it, like this, it's not that tattoos are bad, it's just the d- dumb tattoos. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, all, yeah, they're just strange ones all over their hands yeah, and their fingers like it's and things. A dumb, like, <laughs> yeah, we went, to, we went on a trip with the youth group uh, a couple of years ago, I guess. We went to a river, like, a, like we, went to, we went to a lake on a Saturday with the youth group, but we went to a river. A kid takes his shirt off and I'm not gonna say the names for just out, but he has all across the, his chest is huge. On his chest, he has tattooed another girl from the youth group's name, and so he took his shirt off to get in the river, and everyone just like let him have it. The girl didn't know like because he never dated her. Yeah, it's right? not girl, I mean, but even if he did, it's still, and he, that's a different topic though. Yeah, you're right. But like nothing, like no, no, like. No, con- like nothing. He just he liked her that much, I guess. And it's like, what do you want to put on your chest? Uh, her name. Like, I, it's just it's in, it's insane, you know. And so, which yeah. wow, there's a legal age for tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I, there's like a kid that's like. I, I mean, was he, gonna say that little he boy. He has to be nine, right? Yeah, yeah. what the one in Sunday school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I I thought because I asked him last week how how old he was because I assumed he was older. Because he has tattoos, <laughs> and he was like, oh, "I'm nine. So I'm like, oh, okay. Is he really nine? He really is nine. Yeah, he's 100 yeah, percent. He has tattoos on his hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So it's not that we're against tattoos. No, but no. who's wa- who are yeah, watching just, these? Yeah, I like I like tattoos. Yeah, yeah for the record, just, I don't like. <laughs> no, no, I don't like tattoos on my eight year old. <laughs> the kid's one year older than my kids. Yeah. Can you imagine Jalen getting a tattoo? What do you want? A unicorn on my forehead? Like she, <laughs> yeah. she doesn't know. Can it, oh, what do you want? Shopkins. Can you tattoo Shopkins <laughs> on my leg? Like it's you know you can't you don't think long term enough to get you know and this kid has that stuff on his hands. I'm like, good grief, man! Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It just it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, a lot of work. It reveals some of the deeper problems too. Yeah. Is that and that pe- people live for today yeah live for today and it's survival mode right mm. and this gets into justice and all that we're going to talk about in our series mm. next starting two weeks but people getting people out of survival mode you know getting out of the we definitely should live day to day and be in, in a grateful sense right and in a provision like depending on god from day to day but at the same time like you have to have vision for your life too like right you have to you can have goals like you can have and literally most people are not thinking about tomorrow at all like at all no one's thinking like it and and you see that and it you know it results in the kids getting tattoos because today my friend said you want a tattoo yeah mm-hmm. you know it wasn't like yeah how about saturday let me think about it like no one's <laughs> ever doing that right it's always like in the moment whatever so but you know that's why we're here is to be the hands and feet of jesus mm-hmm. to stop the children from getting tattoos on their hands <laughs> right <laughs> like it's crazy anyways melinda how are you doing I'm doing good. This week was good. I, I I felt like I played a little bit of a like administrative assistant to all of you. You're all like, hey, I need this done. Can you do this? And so it kept me kept me busy, but it's really cool to see the, the fruit of all of that. Do you feel as bad as I do right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Who wouldn't want an administrative assistant? <laughs> I know, but you've made it like, I don't know, like, like a slave. Hey, no, I did not. <laughs> I know, but it just felt, it, I, I know you didn't say it like that, but I heard yeah. it like that. Well, you know? I'm just glad that I could, like, there, there are things that you need, you all need done that are not in your, in your realm of, of I wouldn't say giftedness just, yeah, or they, skills. No, that's what you wanted to <laughs> say. Just say skill just say and yeah. are not in your skill set is it's what fair. I wanted to say. Right. And so so it's great because it's like I feel like I can be a part of 
what you're doing right now because here let me let me get this done for you and send it to you so you know i'm still working on the book cover i told ramon i had to rework that because the it wasn't working out the original idea that we had um and then you know uh designing and getting the letters printed out for the principals and um even the letters for permission slips for this for the youth group to go on their mm. um their trip this weekend <coughs> to the lake and right. huh? yeah this past weekend yeah. this past weekend yeah <laughs> sorry um and uh anything else design wise um yeah i mean just the classes with the boys and uh seeing that develop is really cool because you kind of learn by spending time with them what their interests are mm. and you don't ever want to force something on them that they don't don't enjoy so i'm like okay reevaluating like this guy can draw and he really enjoys drawing so let me show him this vector based program that can help him with i don't know cartoon drawings or magazines or whatever he wants to do right um and then and then figure out how his gifts he can use his gifts to serve the church mm -hmm. and to serve people and not necessarily say there's a need at a church for someone to post stuff on social media so let me teach you so you can do that right because you get bored of that easily so so just kind of figuring that out with the guys and and seeing where where their skills are their gifts and interests are and and, and putting them to work in that in the church and figuring out how they can serve the church in in that area so um they're excited i'm excited to see them get better every week and grow and um and then um the worship help with the church is going well uh, i'll go tonight again and uh, just got a couple more weeks we'll evaluate how that's going at the end of the month and um see if they want to continue with growing in that area or if they want me to continue being a part of that but apart from that i'm working with one of the girls just teaching her some vocal technique because she has a passion to be on the worship team and um but right now her her skill level isn't there and so she wants to get better which uh, i always say i admire someone who wants to who wants to improve on and what they're committing themselves to you know and not just be complacent in it so yeah i think we should highlight people like that you know and like really reach out when there is because it's, it's not unfortunately it's not a normal thing no. you know and so we see people like that we should really like pour into them and try to get them you know whatever tools they need to be able to flourish right and because it's yeah. contagious when you see someone that you know the climb that someone has taken or the whatever it's called the growth i guess you can say it's it's contagious yeah and their commitment is so much more that so much uh deeper than someone who's na say naturally gifted and yeah. they just kind of show up and you don't you don't see their commitment there it's just like okay here i am let me do what i do versus here i am i don't know what i'm doing teach me and i'm going to grow and i'm going to give it my all there's so. a saying that so is it hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard yeah. you know and i think obviously it's very true in mm -hmm. a lot of areas you know so good good so it has been very cold here lately <laughs> lies lies simon has you been bundling up it's hot <laughs> <laughs> man's not hot <laughs> take off your jacket no, no it's been incredibly hot and um we don't have air we actually do have air conditioning in our room, me and Melinda do. But in our office and any of that, we have no air conditioning. Our ceiling fans are broken, too. So I'm like, man, we need to get new ceiling fans. It's something else that we have to buy. It's a little frustrating. You know, it's always money going in and coming out or, or coming out and not going in. <laughs> but um, and so I was like, man, like, we have to buy fans. And I go in to look at Simon's fan, 
and I hear, <laughs> and it's like this polar vortex coming from his ceiling. <laughs> like his fan is the only one in the whole office. I mean, there's like there's one, two, three, three rooms that we four rooms that we use in the all five, counting his that we use in the office, and all of them have fans in it, but only one of them works, and it's his. Well, he doesn't tell you that. That's why he chose that room. His hair is bouncing up and down. He's completely dry. <laughs> like we're all swe- sweating and stuff. It's like. Oh, he just shut the door so you keep the, yeah, keep yeah. the cool air in place. Yeah, he does. He shuts the door too. So I open the door and then you hear like, I'm like what in the world? It's like, oh, he's. He, I hear music playing. It's a party in there. It's like, oh, this is what England is like. Got his little yeah. candles burning. Yeah, 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 his incense like candles. Like, he burned an apple one the other day and you could smell it literally out like down the steps outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strong. <laughs> the, the, what are the little oils? Yeah, they're like, yeah. they're not. Yeah, oils. What are they? What is it called? Essen- they're not essential they're not oils. Essential. They're they just uh, a ro- I don't know oils. Smell good oils. Perfume oils. <laughs> What'd you say? Perfume oils. Perfume oils, I what guess. Yeah. Non-essentials. <laughs> <laughs> they smell good. S- snake oil. Yeah, they do smell good. They smell good. <laughs> he's like he smelled. Yeah, he smelled the banana. Uh, he smelled. He burned the uh, banana. What am I talking Apple. about? No, it, oh. vanilla, vanilla the other day. Oh. Yeah, and it was like I was enjoying it in my office, which. Is, <laughs> I mean, it's not super far, but it's far enough, far enough to where, you know. But your manly candles smell good, too. Yeah, they like smell the, great. Not that yours are not manly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just, yeah, just your girly candles. <laughs> the different scents. Mine's got, like, cedar wood. So, and like, yeah, <laughs> like, just burning well, raspberries. Woods and forests. Like, how does that smell? I li- well, I live in a house with all females, you know. And they love their perfume. Right, and it always smells like sweet candy in the house. And it's, like, not the good kind. And it's like, ugh. And so when I come to the office, like, I want to smell like oak wood and was it teak wood or something like that. Yeah. Then I have the one that's uh, uh, cigar smoke. That, that's not a sin. <laughs> to burn. I'm just the candle. I'm not smoking. So relax. But it's, it, it's, it's like, what is it? Uh, I don't know. You have a, uh, several. Yeah. One is like uh, charcoal. Yeah. And like. Yeah, stuff like that. Like firewood or I don't know. I think you could just burn firewood if you wanted to smell firewood. Well, you could also just smoke a cigar if you wanted to. Uh, that is not what Jesus wants me to do. <laughs> well, not you, but, you know, some other people. We'll talk like I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I, yeah, that's something I really started to enjoy is candles and stuff. It, I don't know. I just It kind of sets the mood to work and stuff. Before Sunday mornings, I come into the office and spend some time to myself. And I'll light a candle, and I know I'll walk in smelling like cigar smoke, or what is it? It's, it's something smoke. Um, I can't remember what it is, but 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 the candles are running low, and I brought them all from the states, and so I'm like in panic mode now, because like, hint hint, someone from the states, come over. Yeah, no one from the states Drop. is coming except for my mom and dad, so we'll just be direct. <laughs> uh, if you guys can go to TJ Maxx <laughs> and see if you can, no. But uh, I feel like burning that stuff is so so needed here because like yesterday it just smelled like corpse outside <laughs> oh, like, because of what there was a corpse <laughs> that's what the vultures are flying over there's something dead behind their house i couldn't find it but there was like that you haven't seen those big falcon birds uh, i drove i went past them they're like yeah. a like a white head but then it's brown on top and they have like an orange thing and like yeah I, I think i saw the other day because there's like a dead capybara yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah and with the, his eyes were all picked yeah, out yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, so animals. Let's talk animals for a second. Yeah. What kind of animals do you have in England? Uh, dogs, cats. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you have pigeons or pigeons, horses, cows, rabbits. You have rabbits, rabbits, foxes, foxes. 
you have do you have minks and like what are they ferrets minks or something like that uh maybe you have deer yeah. deer we have deer you have deer see yeah. you have animals. we have animals yeah and so what are some things that you've seen here oh dude we saw when we went to uh was that last week no it was a couple weeks ago so what are some animals that you've seen here that you that we don't get i mean everything but everything. like what is what are some highlights uh the lizards sloth you saw the li- is that the biggest lizard you've that's seen yesterday biggest, yeah that's the biggest lizard i've seen so far so i, I don't know i'm not a biologist by any or what it is a zo- zoologist by any means but it, i think it's called a tegus tegu or tegus lizard and it's like uh it was probably a yard long right like or a yeah. meter ish yeah. and yeah. and this is it, that was a it, I'm not, i don't want to say it was a small one but it wasn't a big one mm. like they get a lot bigger and so it was just sliding across was the front. We, we were standing out talking, and it was yeah, sliding across. I think it was looking for chicken eggs or something. So, the, yeah, the sloth. You saw the E, yeah. saw the sloth. Yeah, saw a sloth. Yeah. Um, you didn't pick it up? I didn't, no. Gosh. Yeah, just blowing uh, all your chances. Yeah. So, capybara has to capybara. be what? Capybara is the biggest rodent in the world, and we have a plethora of them. Mm-hmm. They don't come to our house, though. You, see, you saw the a- giant ant Giant, giant anteater. Yep. Seen that. Uh, the parrots. Yeah, that's like a highlight for me. That never gets the, old. The macaws, the yeah. gold blue. I don't know. I'm making it up, acting like I'm knowledgeable. Aren't the blue ones Blue extinct? macaws. No. No, because they fly Rio? over the house every day. That's not what it's called. He's called something else. It's a, something, it's a different type. Oh, Rio. Okay. We, and we don't live in Rio. We live, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm not. We don't live in Rio. Um, <laughs> no, those birds, like blue, blue macaws, I think it's called. They fly over to the house every day. In the evening, so it's awesome to see the big gold chest in the bottom, and that's really cool to see. Um, but you saw crocodiles last week, right? Did we yep. talk about this? Alligators, I'm sorry. Alligators. Did I we talk about this on the podcast? I saw an alligator eat <laughs> a turtle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right after turtle. you told me that won't happen. It, no, he <laughs> said that. Rudy said that. I did not say that. So we, <laughs> there's like a park here, and it, it used to be a park, and they have like these little animals in there, and it was like essentially kind of a uncontrolled petting zoo so it's like capybara and there's still capybaras in there and they had like these little miniature type deer thing and because we came when we came years ago with the girls and their babies we came here like just on a getaway like coming to hang out and you know with rudy's family and stuff like that and we went to that park it was a tapir and you guys got to google this stuff because i'm not going to explain all of it but there's a tapir in there and that thing was a little bit bother bothersome like it wouldn't leave us alone um there was a deer and, the, and like there's a guy feeding the deer Coca-Cola or giving it Coca-Cola out of one of those little plastic cups. And ah, he's laughing, he's laughing, he's laughing. He has the two liter and he pours it in another little cup. The cups are tiny. And so he gives it and the deer like is, is destroying the Coca-Cola. And I fully understand that some people are going to be angry hearing this story, but we just live in a different country in a different <laughs> way. of. And so you remember this? Mm-hmm. The deer is drinking the Coca-Cola. And so the joke's over. The guy wants to go on with his picnic with his family. And so he turns his back and he fills the, another cup up to give it to his wife. Deer reaches over his shoulder, snatches the cup, turns it up. It's like a cartoon. Turns it up, drinks the Coke, then goes back and tries to snatch the bottle. And the guy's like kind of panicking now because it was all funny before. And the deer's trying to snatch the bottle out of his hand. And like, like he's immediately addicted to Coca-Cola. <laughs> like, and then there was a, uh, uh, what is that little thing called? Uh... I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called in English, but it's like a little, it's going to sound weird and a heavenly animal, but it's like a fox face mixed with like a monkey. It's like monkey hands and a tail. I don't know what it's, anyways, you haven't seen one of these yet, but like it's there and somebody threw their bag on the ground. So the thing's head, head is stuck. It looks like 
uh, Ice Age, that little rat thing with the big mm-hmm. teeth. Oh, yeah. It kind of looks like that. But it's like red and I don't know. I can't explain it. Anyways, and so like I had a bag stuck on his head and like uh, it's, it's, it's just absolute. And then that little baby deer. It's not a baby. It's like a miniature like species of deer. It was just licking nonstop. That kid would not stop licking you. It was worse than Khan, my dog who licks Simon's knees every time he comes <laughs> over the house. It's embarrassing. But this thing was like licking nonstop uncontrollably. And it was like, but that was like the thing. You would go and see all these animals. But then they have these pits where they have, these le- ponds where they have croc- or alligators. Alligators and a wealth of turtles, obviously. Hmm. And so you could see, you know, the alligators and the thing. Well, they, you know, because animal rights people came after a while. Um, the animals weren't caged, but people just didn't want them in there. And so they, you know, they got rid of all the animals except for the alligators because they, but there was a flood. And so the alligators all got out of, or they could get out of their enclosure because it was just a fence around the pond is all it was. And so now there's alligators everywhere. When you walk, like you could see an alligator right in the footpath. But we went to the thing and we saw them like, there was a bunch in the, in the old pond where they used to be. Mm. And there's a ton of turtles. And Simon said, I want to see a turtle. And so we're looking and the turtles start popping up because there's literally a gazillion in that, in that pond. And then um, there's a turtle swimming and, he, he says something. Would you say something about you hope it doesn't eat the turtle or something? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't remember what I said, but I was like... There was like a baby turtle swimming. Yeah. And then oh, like yeah, yeah, a crocodile yeah. was like, oh, an alligator was eyeing it up. And you, you were like, oh, that one's not going to last long. And I was like, no, it'll oh, be yeah. fine. It'll be <laughs> fine. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. And mm. then uh, there's a bigger turtle. Yeah, I said, <laughs> yeah. I said yeah, he's not going to make it, Simon. Don't be a, uh, an optimist. And there's an, another one. And we see the, the alligator there. And Rudy's like, oh... He's too small. He's not going to eat the turtle. And literally, he grabs it either by its head or by its tail. Mm. And he, like, jerks it in. And it's like, cop, and just, like, chomps its just shell down. Straight. And Simon, like, jumped and he winced. Like, <laughs> like he, he didn't want to see that. It's hilarious. <laughs> but just another day. Another day in Trinidad. Another day in Trinidad. <laughs> but you haven't seen any snakes, have you? No. Uh, I saw, like, the back tail of one. You know, when we, A, about my first month here when we did, like, the gardening. Or cleared the weeds out. Oh yeah, from yeah, the yeah, air. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah saw I that saw one. like a back tail of one get away. I think you um, should have chopped it. Yeah. Had a machete in your you'll head. know when you see. You'll know when a snake's around because I will be sprinting in the opposite direction. <laughs> that will be your clue. <laughs> you and Melinda and the rest. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fun. Always something, something new. Mm. Armadillo. You didn't see armadillo. Mm, no, I haven't seen. We have those around yet. here, and there's like this. I don't want to scare you, but there's like this like type of jungle cat, like Jaguar Rundi or what yeah, I can't pronounce it. Yeah, he scared it. me when he told me about those. We, we have those here too. We saw them like, we saw it right outside the house one time with Rudy and his dad. We were talking. so But they're not huge. It's not like a tiger, you know. Yeah. I mean, they're like, they're bigger than a house cat, that's for sure. But it's a very interesting animal. So animals are fun. It's fun to see, especially coming from where we come from. Yeah. And we have animals where I come from, but not these animals. And so yeah. it's super interesting. Never get tired of seeing yeah. them, you know. That's always the, the fun bit when it's. Uh, I speak to Maro or someone like that who goes out into the campo and you get all the all the animals out there and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, what dangerous animals do you have in England? Um, we got the fox, <laughs> which if you don't lock your chickens up, <laughs> can be very dangerous. <laughs> we have people, the yeah. da- most dangerous species on the planet. Like you go into that spiel. You can always talk about squirrels. Do you yeah. have squirrels? Mm. Right. People are some people are amazed at squirrels because yeah. they don't have squirrels in Bolivia and all of Bolivia yeah. are no squirrels. So it's very interesting. Yeah, it's always, you know, you're always amazed by what you don't see on a regular basis. Yeah. So it's fun. Anyways, you got big weeks coming up? That's a solid no. 
<laughs> Solid There's a lot of work that from that last no week that didn't get complete, so it's just rolling it. over into this week. So it's yeah, yeah, got yeah. several projects to just want to wrap them up because then they just kind of linger, and then mm. you get stressed, and then you got tension headaches, and then you cry. No, anybody else? Once no. again, <laughs> I'm try, I try to relate. I do, <laughs> but I don't. I just don't. <laughs> so. <laughs> You? Yeah, just carrying on. There's a few things I need to get finished for Children's Church. Um, a few things that we realized we were missing on Sunday that we just want to add in. Um, spend a few pennies as well. We need to buy some a couple of things. Um, like All our all our coloring pen- pencils are just rubbish. They're, they're all just broken. So we need to try and find some decent coloring pencils um, for the kids. Um, football, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Going into the school Friday. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be baking. I'm, I'm baking the cake for that, right? Uh, yeah, I think so for okay. the teachers. Yeah, for the teachers, and then I'm gonna be going out with Ruth to start pricing some things for the gifts for the volunteers, not the volunteers, uh, the workers, workers. for mm. the foundation. Which is I didn't mention that in the beginning, but that's another thing we want to do with our church, is just be able to bless different. Like I had mentioned, people working hard in the community and stuff. So we for Christmas we want to give the people in the uh, foundation or fundacion, which is the hospital where our church is in. It is a ministry hospital, but we want to bless the workers there. Um, over the years, the relationship between the church and the foundation hasn't been the best of... So, we, I don't know, we just want to... Not reconciliation, because it's not like we're far apart, but, you know, it's just they just don't have anything to do with each other, and I don't know. We don't... We shouldn't live like that, um, especially for no reason, especially when we use their building, right, um, every week. And so, uh, I don't know. And, and it's most, some of the same people. It's, it's just weird. The whole situation is weird. But we want to reach out to some of the workers and just tell them we appreciate them serving people in our community for so many years, you know. And the the hospital here is a huge blessing. It's so much more low cost than anywhere else, and it's a huge blessing what they do and you know help people. And so I just want to say thank you as a church yeah. as a, to be able to get that. So that's what the Christmas baskets will be about. What I what I like about that is that I think you used the, the phrase like we we get to represent Jesus. Yeah, to these no, people. I saw that from another guy, but yeah, mm-hmm. like. Uh, yeah, but that is what it is, you know, mm-hmm. as people, like, do have an, a thought that, that oh, yeah, yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah, I know, oh, yeah, I know about church. Well, yeah. it's like, well, no, you don't. You know, like, you, you, and, and so we just want to give people a chance to get to know the real Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, and then, then you can do, you know, make your decision or whatever based off of that. But we want them to really know who the, the true, one true living God is and, you know, know what Jesus was really all about and, and not. What you hearsay or not about the person who told you you can't come in because your nine-year-old son has a tattoo on his hand, or you know, which is ridiculous. But it doesn't. I mean, you can't keep people out of church from that. And that stuff happens a lot here. Yeah. Can't come in because you have shorts on, and people are poor, so you have to be rich to come. In. You have to go make money and buy a tie to come in here. You know, yeah. Jesus didn't wear a tie anyways. Furthermore, we only wear clothes because of our shame anyway. So now we we've gotten prideful. <laughs> about the way that we dress, which the only reason that we dress in the first place is because we're ashamed of our sins. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's really silly. I'm not going to go on a rant about it. <laughs> <laughs> <Clothes>. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just frustrating. I mean, presentable. Yeah, like, <laughs> like presentable, like, I, I do get presentable. I fully support presentable. And, and But, like, good grief. Like, I don't know. People have got, Rudy's gotten turned down in church before because he went in shorts. You know, people in our neighborhood, literally, the, some of the kids have two two shirts. That's what mm-hmm. they have. So if you don't have a shirt good enough to come to church, then we're going to say that you can't hear about Jesus because you don't have the money to get a better shirt. Like it, it's literally, literally 
Antichrist. Like, it's like, I don't, I, anyways, so we'll talk about that another time. Because I'm going to get going. It's going to be like another podcast. But I'm studying this week. Imagine that. Surprise. Mm-hmm. Doing the school stuff, working hard with that. Um, there's something else I'm doing that I'm supposed to be doing this week. I need to remember before <laughs> before it comes. So are you preaching Sunday? Yes. But not to justice. No, no. So we have elections coming. Yeah, so we have elections coming up on October 20th. Um, please be praying for Bolivia in that time. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know. I don't like to talk about a lot of that stuff because it just gets long and like frustrating and whatever. But we're just not. You can Google the situation in Bolivia if you want. It's not. We're not in a good situation. We are facing a dictatorship. I've mentioned this several times. Um, yeah, it's just not. It's not looking good. It is what it is. Not to be hopeless, but. So this Sunday, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something on pre-elects right before we get into the bulk of the nastiness of elections because it's gonna get nasty. It's gonna get very nasty. And so before that, just um, how should Christians live? How should we live and operate in these times? Should we be completely silent and say nothing? N- no. Should we be overly active and act like our hope isn't? No. We can be active, but also understanding where our hope is. You know. And so we're gonna talk out of Jeremiah 29. Uh, where it goes like 1 through 13 or something like that. We always isolate Jeremiah 29, Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thoughts, but they're in, mm-hmm. they're, in bo- they're literally in bondage or whatever you want to, slavery or in ca- captured for 70 years, you know, and like we skip that part over and mm-hmm. go straight to 11 because it talks about prosperity or whatever. But, so we're going to go through that and it's essentially he's telling them to, you know, essentially to continue to be productive. You know, it's like uh, Jesus said, um, occupy until I return, mm-hmm. be productive until I return, produce, you know, be uh, fruitful and multiply, so to speak, until I return. And not just physically, but, you know, obviously spiritually go and make disciples of all nations. You know, we have all those calls. And so just basically I, I want to get it out there. I want to give a message focused on that. So the, just to encourage our people in this time, you're going to be pulled left. You're going to be pulled right. You're going to be pulled up and down. Um, as believers, we can be part of political parties. But we need to stop letting political parties tell us who we are as Christians. Mm -hmm. So what happens is a lot of, now I'm going to go on a rant. Good grief. (laughs) I'm too late. I've already gone past the line. Um, But what does happen a lot of times is it doesn't matter if it's Republican or Democrat. They'll take an issue, a hot button issue for Christians, and they will build this whole thing around it. And they will tell us that, oh, but you're against this. But they identify us based off that one issue. So homosexuality is one of it. We don't, homosexuality is a sin. I'll say that a gazillion times. I'll preach it from the pulpit. I'll mention it during this series. No problem. However, they've convinced us to make it, they've convinced us that it's our goal and our mission as Christians to stop homosexuality. And we're shortchanging ourselves. That's not our goal. Our goal is that people know Jesus. Again, know the one true and living God and have a relationship with him, repent of their sins, be fruitful, multiply, go in all nations, make disciples, you know, whatever. That's the goal. And so when we are just fighting homosexuality, Let's say all gay people cease to be gay. We would celebrate that as a church. Why? Because we're not uncomfortable anymore? It's silly. If someone doesn't know Jesus, whether they are gay or whether they are straight or whatever, if you don't know Jesus, if you convert from gayness to straightness or whatever, you're still going mm-hmm. to hell for eternity. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So we are short, we are, we're making the bar very, very low when we go just against homosexuality and we're just we're being identified. But we're doing that because we allow people to tell us what we stand for because we've over-identified with political parties. And, you know, here in Bolivia, and we just get manipulated, man. We just get manipulated. We're, yeah. pro- we're prostituted, right? They're doing all this stuff and just to get our vote. And who, you know, 
we're supposed to make disciples of all nations, but they're making us become disciples of them. And it's not us versus them, but we need to understand whose team that we're on in the, in the grand scheme of things. Anyway, I'm going to cut my rant short. But that's more or less what we want to get into on, on Sunday and, and, and beyond, really, right? And then get into the justice part, the justice series. Um, and really in, in, ending on loving people. How can we love people better? How can I love my neighbor better? How can I, you know? And so I'll be preparing for that this week. Um, somebody texted me last night asking, can we start a Bible study? So I have a meeting about that on Tuesday. Um, I have no idea. I might be calling upon you, Simon. To, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So stuff like that this week, just typical run-of-the-mill week stuff. And then my dog is probably pregnant, so <laughs> dealing with that. And mm-hmm. Yeah, just fun stuff this week. So, yeah, that's it. Good? Yeah. Cool, good. Anything else? No one. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. We really do appreciate. It. We appreciate your love, support, your prayers. Keep us in your prayers. Um, like I said, we have, we you know we're doing a lot of work in our church. There's a lot of transformation, a lot of change and stuff happening. It's all, really all good stuff, but it's it's not easy, and it doesn't you know it it takes its toll, right? And you know uh, whether it be relationships or mentally or whatever physically as well, it, it takes its toll. So just keep us you know lifted in your prayers. And as we go into this political season as well, like, I mean, it's, it's going to be really bad. Um, so, and if this president wins again, it's going to be like chaos in the streets, bad. And so, I don't know, just pray for us. Um, pray for Bolivia. We love, we all love Bolivia. That's why we're here deeply. Um, to a fault probably sometimes, right? Um, but I don't know, we, we're hopeful. We're hopeful for Bolivia. We're hopeful for the future. We know that Jesus is is not in submission to any kingdom um, beneath his, you know. And so, I don't know. We want to just teach people to walk and operate in that and so they can have the hope of nations because mm-hmm. we do, right? Like, <laughs> And so, I don't know. So keep us in prayer through all that stuff as we wade through that and try to find the, the fine lines on both sides of that as well for us to be able to minister and reach and love people correctly in the midst of all that. So, yeah, that's all we have for today. We will be back next week, right? Everybody's you're here, right? I'm here, For, and then you leave a week after, right? Uh, yeah, I leave on a Tuesday, so yeah, I'm still here. Oh yeah, see, not missing the podcast. See, he's planning his trips around the podcast mm-hmm. now. <laughs> so you yeah, know, we're good. So thank you so much. We appreciate you all. We love you all, and uh, you'll hear from us next week. Provecho.